Holy Spirit in your presence. I know like he knows that you are the reason for this. So we honor your presence and we say have your way. Like you've been doing much more. Have your way. never cease to amaze me. And everything they've done, they've come casually. They just say, Pastor, you know, this is how we're thinking. And they have never missed it. I'm not saying it just because I have to say something. It's the way I've observed them. And it looks to me like every day God is promoting them. And the way you know that is the doing of the Holy Spirit is that they are never proud. Never, never, never. When he said to me, come up in his I said, nah, not now. He said, no, Two of them do that in Nigeria. The other guy was able to wiggle out. But I couldn't for him. But I'm grateful to God that I'm here. I would like you all to please help me celebrate this couple. They are a gift to the body of Christ. 
they are a gift to a generation. God will keep them. God will further anoint them. Enlarging their coasts. They will fulfill every bit of assignment that God has put in for them. Together they will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you very much. You may be seated. I said to him, I think I cannot drop it. I'm going to feel like I am in the Fountain of Life Church. That's the way I feel. And what that means is that I want to share with you what has been prevailing in my heart and in our ministry this past few weeks or months. First, let's read scriptures. I know my time is pretty limited, but I trust him. First, let's turn to John in chapter 7. John in chapter 7. I'll read a, a verse there, then I'll go to the book of Romans. Verse 37. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or belly or out of his inner man, out of his spirit, uh -huh, shall flow, okay, rivers of living water. But you see, this he spoke concerning the spirit Whom those who believing in him will receive. Because Jesus was not yet glorified. Let me read the other scripture so it will be easy for me to. But maybe some comments here first. Everybody was busy. It was a religious situation. And it has attracted the entire city. I remember, glibly if I still remember, his disciples were asking him, won't you go? And it was like he wasn't really answering them. But just before the end of the celebration, he appeared. And this is what, I mean, this was what he said. He looked at them and looked at the ceremony, which had always been for years. They didn't understand that the whole ceremony was about him, Jesus. They didn't know. In fact, some even pushed him aside. But they didn't know that the water they were fetching and the water they were pouring and the celebration, it was Jesus they were celebrating. 
but they didn't know. You talk of the spirit of religion, which will fall into one time or the other. But he stood. Then he made a big shout. He says, if anyone first, let him come. And I will feed them water. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me. So I'm big with you about it. No one that looks like me. No my brother, my sister. To me. No my disciples. To me. <laughs> he who believes in me. As the scripture has said, out of his heart or belly shall flow rivers of living water. Honestly, I will soon be done with my message and I'll be gone. But I trust God that the reason you are in this conference will evaporate into eternity. In the name of Jesus. Because I believe strongly. Because yes. I, I, I listened to him minister. You had great expositors. Great teachers. Preachers. You've had. Great prophetic utterance. I mean come on. Anything you can get in any standard. Of fulfilling. Conference. It's been happening here. But you see, even when we go abroad, we come back loaded. But the nature of man is such that after a day or two, a week or two, a month or two, we are probably not sure of 40%, 50%, 40%, 30%, 20%, because we get carried in many other directions. And our focus shifted. It's not like the people that came were not anointed. It won't be because the word was not preached or taught. And that's why sometimes I ask myself attending a conference, good. Then I come back, I ask myself what has changed about me? What is it that has changed about me? And what is it after two months that I would say, man, that conference. Alright. That was a conference as it were. It was a feast. And Jesus finally came. <laughs> Honestly, there's nothing in the Bible to tell you what happened in the feast other than the regular. The priest going to the pools of fresh water and then pour it, you know. Yeah. But we will never forget even in eternity that Jesus surprised everybody. He stood up on this occasion and that was the last occasion before he was crucified. And he shouted 
If anyone thirsts, come to me. But the priests were busy doing the needful. And he didn't stop there. Say, as it is written, anyone, say, come, I will give you to drink. And as it is written, let me read it exactly. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers, not trickles. Now, my question is this Is there any believer here today? That means you're prepared. You will begin to flow. In the name of Jesus. When you begin to flow, it will not matter who you impress or who you don't impress. Creatures will be impressed. So now I have a standard to measure my Christianity. Is it there? And is it flowing? But the only condition is this. You must be hungry. Jesus is looking for the hungry. And can I say this to you quickly? Not because I just want to make you happy, but if I am doing that, I think it's right. Why would you be here in the night and in the morning? Why would you be attending every session? You must be hungry. And there will be a shifting in your life from this, from this conference in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you, there will be, there will be. Glory be to God in the highest. See, and what makes it more interesting for me is the fact that Jesus, he didn't send someone, he didn't delegate. So if you have the red lettered Bible, what we just read, it's quote, we're quoting exactly what he said. Out of your belly shall flow. And I've, my few years in life, with all the experiences I have, Jesus does not lie. What he says is what he does. Even when you don't seem to understand. He works everything out perfectly. For his own glory. And I'm grateful. Now, the second scripture I'll read. And I'll let the Holy Ghost just lead me as it were. I said to pastor. I'll announce it to you. I said, I feel like I'm in fountain. So don't be surprised if you see me jump down and I'm beginning to walk into the air. Yeah. Glory be to God in the highest. My second scripture is the book of Romans in chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Okay. Let me take it quite a bit lengthy, but I will try to rush. Pastor Shola, please do me a favor. 
when I'm 10 minutes to go or 15 minutes to go, let me know. Please, I will appreciate. Thank you. Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law may be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God nor indeed can be so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit okay if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ he is not his and if Christ is in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is uh, is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ from the dead shall also give life <laughs> To your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you praise the lord that was paul but you see where we started from we hear paul saying there is therefore now no condemnation so for me to say there is therefore now I'm linking something. There is therefore now I'm linking something. Know that we're linking. It takes us right into chapter 7. Hello? And when you get into chapter 7 you'll be shocked. 
We are hearing Paul talking spirit, spirit, spirit in chapter 8. In chapter 7, it was I, me, my, I mean, gosh, he was tall. He was, he was finding things difficult. He was not an unbeliever. He was a born again child of God with the Holy Spirit within. But he was lamenting. Let me just quote some part of chapter 7 to allow me a good start. Verse 18 of chapter 7, that's the immediate past chapter. Here, Paul, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. Can you hear him? Okay. For to will is present with me. But how to perform what is good, I do not find. Paul, not so, Paul. Verse 19. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I, I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. 21. I find then a law that evil is present with me. The one who will to do good. This is Lamentation of Paul. Uh, then it says in 22, For I delight in the law of God. I delight in the law of God. Yeah. According to the inward man. Please watch closely. But I see another law in my members uh, warring against the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my member. 24. Oh, what a man. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Richard man that I am. Paul. Not sure. Paul. That I am. Who will deliver me from this body of um, death? 25. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that with the mind I myself serve the Lord of God and with the flesh the law of sin. That's much I'm going to take because that's the last verse. Then we go to where we're going to start. But I really will appreciate it if we can look at this. At, um, the TPT, is it possible, sir? Yes, please, please. I want you to say this last line. Um, aha. Oh, take it from 24. What an agonizing situation. I am in. So who has the power to rescue this miserable man 
from the <laughs> from the unwelcome intruder of sin and death. 25. I give all my thanks to God. Watch this. For his mighty power has finally provided a way out that ought sorry that through our Lord Jesus Christ the anointed one please watch so if left to myself the flesh is aligned with the law of sin but now my renewed mind is what? Fixed on what? Ha <laughs> And submitted to God's righteousness. Hallelujah. So he was lamenting. He had tried. But I want to quickly remind you that this man knew how to do stuff. He was the leader of Judaism. <laughs> Everywhere he turned, he led. He got results. As a matter of fact, he was going on such a mission when he had just one encounter with Jesus. One encounter. And in that encounter, he addressed him like he will address. Wow. He said, who are you, Lord? But what had happened? Watch this. He said, when he was reporting later, he said, I saw light like I have never seen in my life. It was brighter than the sun in his brightest appearance. That's what, that was all I saw. And I was knocked off. I now tried to rise up. I could not see. <laughs> then he said to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Then I said, Who are you? I said, I'm Jesus. <laughs> Uh, then he said to him what will you have me do why are you interested in me let me say this quickly in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth <laughs> there are some of you sitting here thank you Jesus in eternity you will remember today in the name of Jesus you will remember you will look back and laugh at today. You say, why are you talking this way? Because some 30, something 40 years ago, I was like you. And I thank God for my encounters. And guess what Jesus said to him? He said, you know what? You'll be led into the city. And then I will tell you exactly what I will have you do. <laughs> and what he got from that encounter was what he did the rest of his life. It was on that course that he got to this place. Because he was saying that there should be more. I know these things. I've heard. I've read. Because at this time he wasn't a novice. He's probably a minister. 
at this time. Then he was still battling with certain stuff. And he was like, what is this? To the extent that he started lamenting, he said, ah, what a wretched man. What's going on? But then, the Holy Ghost ministered to him. And you saw the way we found it in TPT. Say, I thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom I found deliverance. So now it doesn't matter anymore. Let the devil so much ten times. <laughs> Let men bind up with the devil. I know who I believe. And I see him and I hear him. And from that moment, things changed. If you observe, the whole of that nine, it was I, my, me, hey. You know why? He had, he, he had forgotten that the Holy Ghost was there. Like we all do. Even those of us who are old, sometimes we get, then we're like, ah. And that was why he got into chapter 8. But let me remind you, in those days there were no chapters and verses. There were scrolls. So it was a continuous thing. So having done that, having said that, he now started. <laughs> See, there is therefore now, with this revelation, there is therefore, no con- condemnation, call condemnation name. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who walk in Christ Jesus. And let me quickly say this. I like the way the Bible puts it. It says, who in Christ Jesus? Who walk what? Who walk not after flesh, but after the spirit? In the original translation, it wasn't there that way. But it's good because it is true. What if you what if that part is not contained in the Bible? Is it? There is therefore now no condemnation to anyone who is in Christ Jesus. Full stop. But that one has to know that I am in Christ Jesus. <laughs> we walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But watch this. That particular statement was general. My English is I mean, it's been good enough to read engineering and then, of course, preach like I'm preaching. But some people really know English. I think that's a third person singular. There is therefore now no condemnation to them. Am I right? Come on, help me, English people. Thank you. After he discovered that, he said, there is therefore now no condemnation. Why should I condemn myself? Then the next line, he says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me. First person single, first person reporting. You just said there is therefore now no connection to them. Then he says, the law of the spirit. And not I cannot, I'm struggling. I said, no, no, the law of the spirit. Something has shifted of life 
in Christ Jesus where I belong has set me free from the law of sin and death I am free and watch I'll come back to this why will he make it a first person because <laughs> with the heart man believes with the mouth you confess so why will you read how will you read that no statement but try the second one verse 2 he was making a declaration to the devils of this world to even the flesh to do to, to, I am free. I am free to serve. I'm free to love. I'm free to stand. I am free. But he didn't just believe it, he said it. The same Paul taught us that by the time you believe something enough to declare, you will get it. You get it right before your eyes. I remember the first time I spoke like this to them at UI. It was in the leadership. And I was speaking and the whole place was packed. And I got to saying, I don't remember the way the way it came, but I said, see, this Christian life is pretty easy. Oh, oh. I heard the like, mm, mm, all over the hall. I said, but I mean it. So, very easy. This is the secret. That's what we are watching. I mean, we are looking at today. I say your life will never be the same again in Jesus' name. <laughs> so he declared that. I won't go through the rest of the reading. I will jump. But if you continue to read, he says, where I've been looking for solution. It doesn't exist. I've been trying to get things solved the way I used to. But it has messed me up so much. But now I've realized that in Christ Jesus, I can run, I can attain. In one day, what in 10 years, I would have been struggling to attain. And everything about him changed. So let me stay there for a while. Glory be to God in the highest. So Paul began to declare that. Then he got to verse 5. He says, For those who live according to the flesh, ah, set their minds. Before then, maybe I should just quickly say this. I may not be able to say it. You know, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. And it is something I'm trying to establish in the name of Jesus. Is the fact that, hey, you cannot be a son. You cannot be born again. Except through the Holy Spirit. Where is Jesus? Somebody is saying, I mean, take it easy. The Holy Spirit is the chief executor of every purpose of God on earth. Take it as far back as you want. Creation, when it was chaos, when it was darkness, when it was confusion, 
the Bible says the Holy Spirit hovers. When there was nothing, the Holy Spirit was standing. And when God spoke, he did it. Okay. So your being is through the Holy Spirit. And then, of course, we lost it. What about creation? What about restoration? What about um, salvation? Oh, man. You see it all over the Bible. First Timothy makes it clear that the Holy Ghost was responsible. What about the conception of Jesus? He says the power of God will come upon you. Come on. And who will overshadow you? And when Mary ran excitedly to her sister, because she's just been told that she was pregnant six months gone, as she got in there and greeted, he said, Hey, why is it that the mother of my Lord will come to me? For the moment the sound of your salutation got to my ear, the baby in my womb leapt up. <laughs> Holy Spirit. What about his, his death? Holy Spirit. Go do your research. What about his resurrection? Holy Spirit. We are, in fact, that we, we find that here now. If the same Spirit or the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells where? where? in you then that same spirit will do what? he will quicken what does it mean to quicken? he will invigorate your physical not your spiritual body he will give life to your physical body So what Paul discovered was phenomenal. So, Pastor Tyler, what are you trying to stress? I'm trying to stress the inward spirit in the life of a believer. When I began to look at this, Pastor Shola, <laughs> I looked at Spurgeon. I looked at Finney. <sighs> Wigglesworth. All of them. They took extra time. Perfecting it. John Gillick. And teaching. What were they teaching? The inward spirit. Somebody shout hallelujah. You say, why is he asking to shout hallelujah? Because I want you to be attentive. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. Maybe I should make this statement straight away too. So, if anybody asks you, 
What's the primary assignment of the Holy Spirit within? I got it from one of them. It's the primary assignment to reveal Christ to you. One. Two. To reveal Christ in you. That's all. Revealing him to you is the reason why you give your life to Jesus. And now that you have seen him and you are now cooperating, you want you want Jesus. Uh-huh. And now you surrender from the inside. Guess what the Holy Ghost does? He will make sure that your spirit man is prepared to harbor him permanently. So you become a home for the Holy Spirit. Every Christian has that. <laughs> but remember what Jesus said. For anyone that believes from his inner being shall flow. You don't need to beg. The fact that you're a Christian is enough. Why should you be afraid, afraid of man? For what? What if I don't know what to say? Eh, open your mouth and say, Holy Ghost is helping me. And go sit down. And let's see whether he will not help you. But you have to come to a place where you know he is there. And he will help you. What did Jesus say about him? He's the helper. He is the helper. Don't worry, I won't jump up here. I will go through it, please. He is the helper. So, you want to ask me if I need help at any time? <laughs> I need help at every time. That was what that was what so didn't know at that time. He was struggling. By the time you leave here, you are free. In the name of Jesus. When you say revealing Christ in you, ah, that means for every situation you confront in life, he will be the first to appear. And what makes it interesting that you know that he will appear. Let me continue with Paul so I can quickly finish this. Maybe I should say some more, more things. Hear this simple in the book of Ephesians later after this Romans. It says, Blessed be God. Our, uh, uh, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what blessed us, Ephesians 1 3, with every, every spiritual blessing. Thank you. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus? You can look at it in more modern translations. It will be whispered out to you. Here he was writing to the Ephesians. And if you look at what he wrote in the book of Ephesians, ha! everything that Jesus came to do, he captured it in a very short way. Chapters 1, 2, 3. By the time you finish with that one, with the help of the Holy Spirit, you don't need anything again in life. 
chapters 4, 5, and 6, instructions on how you can bring this to be in your life. But why am I quoting this? Every blessing that God can give man is at your disposal. So the question is, I'm not getting it. That's what I'm saying. The reason we are not getting like we should get it is the same reason why Paul was lamenting. But through our Lord Jesus Christ, we are positioned to get everything. Every blessing. So why am I saying this? Anything and everything that God will give you or that Jesus has concluded for you can only come to you through the Holy Spirit. So it becomes important that you understand how to deal with him. Everything. 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 He won't do anything outside the Holy Ghost. Even Jesus on earth. Come on, watch now. He made the system. Without him was nothing made that was made. How? He made it through the help of the Holy Spirit. He declared. And Jesus will not. He will walk with the Holy Ghost. I'm talking to somebody here today. And by the time you get to work on Monday, you'll be surprised what will begin to happen. Because this conference has taught you. The things that used to scare you will never scare you again in Jesus' name. So, look at this Paul. Let me just quickly deal with this aspect and now I'll be gone. Verse 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh, that was his problem, set their minds on the things of the flesh. Because those who live according to the spirit, sorry, but those rather who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So he's saying now you have the Holy Spirit resident in you. Why are you neglecting him? And trying to do things the way you used to do things. Which was his problem? Which was my problem? Which is every man's problem? After a while, you get used to what you're doing. And you begin to forget the one that is responsible for what is happening. If there is any manifestation of God that is most neglected, you know now, is the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. And he says the problem is that you set your mind. I set my mind. I get carried away. Can I shock you? Not even ministry can help us here. But this knowledge will enhance your ministry. It will take your ministry to another level. It will take your life to another level. I can get you busy with ministry, right? It happens all the time. 
we must do this, I must do this, we must do this. Call me that guy, come, call me that contractor, come, come. And I realized one day is gone, another day is gone. I said, ah, after the service tomorrow, I quickly, oh God, help me. It will help me. And I'll preach and people will be blessed. But I'm running into trouble, man. There's one that is waiting for fellowship every moment of the day is the Holy Ghost. And I'm sure you remember those days that when you wake up, you can sleep, you just kind of shut the door and sit outside it, outside your door, and everything everywhere is quiet and dark, and you're like, Holy Spirit. And you are quoting scriptures and you are wow, and you are crying alone. You are not crying the cry of sorrow. You are enjoying an unusual intimacy with the spirit. You remember, but all of a sudden you are too busy. That's what we all do. He says, so how, is that when I put my... Ah, wait a minute. <laughs> if I brought this lady up, you know her, and I know her, I'm just getting to know her too. And I said, this is my best friend here. I said, how? And she tells you, it's true. He calls me, and I'm like, he counsels with me, and I say, wow. And all of you are like, wow, you mean? But if along the line we get so busy and when it calls, I don't pick anymore, I don't call again, he doesn't call, she doesn't call again. After a week, after two weeks, after a month, after two months, we are not that close anymore. After a year, we say, well, how is Pastor Tai? We say, ah, have I even spoken to him this year? That's what we do with the Holy Ghost. We forget! the words of Jesus. Hey, please don't venture out without the Holy Spirit. No matter how late you are becoming, in meeting that deadline, all your friends have flown. You are still struggling. Leave it to the Holy Spirit. Watch when it kicks you up. And the interesting thing is this. If the Holy Ghost is involved, <laughs> he is the spirit of revelation. That's what he is. That's why I say, what does he do in you? Revealing Christ to you. And constantly revealing Christ in you. If I achieve nothing today, but the fact that, please, readjust your priorities make the Holy Ghost number one I will have achieved something that was verse 5 look at verse 6 for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace can I take that in TPT 5 and 6? I want you to see something. 5 and 6. 5 first. Yeah. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. 
by those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual you are all looking alike but your reality is different somebody said the moment this truth begins to do don't on you he said honestly you begin to live in another cosmos look at verse 6 watch this please for for the sense and reason of the flesh is what? death but the mindset that's why that's why i'm turning to that place the what but the mindset controlled by the spirit finds what all right you know what i discovered from there no matter how the anointing may be strong no matter how big and how strong and how the the anointed person is dealing with you. If your mindset is in the wrong place, you're just wasting the man's time and your time. What I discover is this. I can lay hands on you. I can hug you. You can somersault ten times. What will determine whether that will be permanent in your life is your mindset so please listen to me isn't it amazing that the human mindset can disturb the holy spirit and what is mindset somebody said is the way you reason and you think is the way you make meaning to your life your mindset to affect your thinking your speech your action your relationships the prison white Paul had the problem he had in chapter 7 mindset it wasn't like he wasn't born again it wasn't like he wasn't Holy Ghost field it wasn't like he wasn't in the ministry but the mindset of the old was still strong Somebody said, a lot of times we don't know, we, we don't even know how we grieve the Holy Ghost. Say the fastest way is our mindset. So if the Bible says. I'm making you the father of nations. And the doctor has told you that ha, uh, you know you can't. But the Holy Ghost or God is speaking through the Holy Ghost to you. 
Do you know what will determine whether you believe or not? Your mindset. Um, honestly, when you told me to come, I started preparing. God didn't allow me. I tried. I said, I will call you and say, I'm not coming. They say, You are going. I said, Ah. Say, Go and tell them we are telling them in front of I said, Ha. Ah. Well, they understand me. You know what he said to me? He said, What's wrong with you? Is it not me? What makes you think they will not? Faster than you can think, they will catch it. They will catch it. Can I tell you something else? An anointed person can lay hands on you to get delivered, to get healed. But they will tell you that they struggle healing themselves. Yeah? And so we glibly say that anointing is not for use for people. Uh, but can I ask you a question? The Holy Ghost that was involved in your regeneration that prepared your inner man for a habitation of God is it different from the Holy Spirit that filled you to overflow it's the same Holy Spirit uh-huh. but the first time he came he came to reveal him to you but he's coming back to continuously revealing, to reveal, revealing him in you and when he's revealing him in you all I need to do is say, God bless you, my brother. My brother said, hi! And I'll be looking. Something is happening. And you know what makes it interesting? He never intended from the beginning that as a child of God, you will live your life by yourself. Never. Check, Google, look all that, these new translations. And you find that, where it says, in him, he'll tell you that, shared life with Christ. The day you got born again, your life and his life merged. First Corinthians. He said you become joint spirit with God, with Christ. Go further down. You become one flesh with him. So stop putting yourself down. Let the Holy Ghost do what he's here to do it says to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace I don't need to pray that God should give you peace I need to thank God for giving us the grace to understand what he has told us today you will collide with peace everywhere you go in the name of Jesus So let me finish what I'm saying. So yes, so we can lay hands on you, call on the elders, and let them lay hands. What when you come to a place in your life where you know that the Holy Ghost is there? And what did Jesus say about him? He said he flows. The Holy Ghost that does not flow, you are yet to get him well. He flows now. Where does he reside? My spirit being 
And that's why I can never get into self-pity in my life. Never! In the name of Jesus. That would be an insult to the Holy Spirit. You, somebody is saying, with what you've gone through, what I tell people is that I'm a special project in the hand of God. And I know it. I, honestly, I know it. <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you doing? Like what you're hearing today, you tell me, say, let me show you. I say, ha. And I'm trying, I'm like, hey. I have no time. I say, go and preach. I say, but I'm, I'm here to grab. I say, I say, go. I'll stand up and go. And I'll tell them what I'm telling you. He has ordained that he will live in you. And he's living right now in you. Let me finish what I'm saying. So what if the spirit in me starts to flow? What disturbs the flow, by the way? Is my mindset. Where is my mindset? That's my, my mind. Huh? Why is it disturbing? Because my mind... Guess its impulses from my flesh. My flesh is my immediate link to the world. And so I see, I feel, I smell. What else? I touch. Yeah. And all from the world. I remember that. There's the prince of this earth. There's the one that is called the. Hey, what are the names? Tell me his names now. His titles. I'm talking of devil. The prince of the power of the air. Yeah. So he has his own, and he's busy looking at me and telling me all sorts. And the Holy Ghost is just waiting and looking at me too. And by the time he finished making his own noise, I say, Holy Spirit. Shall we? And just like you exclaimed, Woohoo! That's the way the noise comes from the spirit. I give an example before I close. They were walking with Jesus for so long, they didn't know who he was, like they should know. But one day he took three of them. He said, Come with me. I perceive my spirit man. Before the end of this conference, you'll be troubling pastor of supernatural encounters. In the name of Jesus. Why are you talking that way? Whether you're a prophet or a pastor, a teacher, it is to equip the saints. the work of the ministry. 
What I just said in your advice is that <laughs> when you come to ministry affairs, you are the ones. Ours is to equip you like you are hearing today and like you've been hearing from all the other speakers. And the father that begins to envy his son or Denny. But alone if we are not there, Baba. I've made up my mind. As many as I can encourage that are truly called. But don't be rude. Be submissive. Seek counsel from your pastors. They know what you don't know. Where did I get to fight on? Yeah. So they've been with him for so long. And this day, he took them up the mountain of transfiguration. <laughs> he demonstrated this one that out of your belly. Jesus demonstrated it. Ah, can I say this, sir? Oh, ma. But sir, I first heard. The time has come that anywhere you enter, they will stop. On account of the spiritual current. I'm not joking. You yourself will ask yourself, why did why they dealing with me this way? Stop asking yourself. Keep on keep on expecting a revelation of him in you. Revelation of him to you has happened. That's why you are born again. If you read the scripture that we are reading, it says anyone who is born again has the spirit of God inside of him. It's there. Anyone that does not have his spirit is not born again. That's the way Paul put it. Go back home and read it now. And I said, look, there is struggle in the flesh so much. Because a lot of people are operating in the flesh. He said, but you are not in the flesh. Did you read it when we were reading? Did you read it? Did you read it? You thought it was just a fluke? Paul said, you are not. Why? Because he has been there. I said, but I am not. Why? The spirit of God is in me. So I'm not in the flesh. Ah, but why the struggle? He said, the flesh can be thrown in tantrums. That doesn't make me a fleshy person. I know who I am. Let no devil tell me that because I shouted on somebody yesterday, I don't have a right. I'll tell him, shut up in the name of Jesus. Uh, let him know that he caught me in my time of weakness. But I thank God that he will always forgive me. So shut up in the name of Jesus. God. I, will, I will issue command. That's why we say Christianity is not a religion. It's a lifestyle. Not a lifestyle for a while. It's an eternal lifestyle. He took them up. <laughs> and they got there and they were doing their stuff. <laughs> He knew what he would do. <laughs> All of a sudden, they started seeing light. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, huh? When you see God, you bow. 
in their words. They said, first, his clothes disappeared. It was all light. We were still watching. His skin disappeared. It was all light. Ha! We could not watch. We bowed down in fear. Then we saw him having a discussion with some oh, some saints that were gone. Then you know, Peter was such a bold person. He still spoke. Somebody, some people are like that. They say, "Ah, it is good that we are here. Let's be let's be thanks for you. One for you, one for Come on, Peter. What are you saying? You didn't even know what he was saying. But friend, and everything was over. They saw him. If you were one of them, what would you do? Don't you know that from that time, the way you perceive him has changed and you will forever remember? He said to them, said, don't tell anybody. But what was he demonstrating? The one that believes. Fire. Light. Will manifest. Out of their belly. And that's why Paul will say, You are not in the flesh. And when he tells you are not in the flesh, you say, I, I still abused somebody yesterday. He knew you abused somebody yesterday. Say, But you are not in the flesh. Eh, but somebody slapped me, I returned it yesterday. Eh, you shouldn't have. But you are not in the flesh. Eh, but, but I say, You are not in the flesh. And why will he say that? He said, The Spirit of God is in you. If there's something you will never forget in your life, the Holy Ghost is in me. He now said, anybody that does not have the Spirit does not belong to him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let no man define you. Let no man define your tomorrow. Let no man define what next about you. God is alive and very much so in you. So the question, how can we maintain this? Simple like I said, I want to be your friend. I will call you all the time. I will talk to you all the time. I say, how are you today? I'm fine. I just, I'm just checking on you. I say, God bless you. After two weeks, you call me every day and you didn't call. I will, I will call you. I say, you didn't call me yesterday. How are you? It's the same thing. I see you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. trying to pick my word educating generations revealing this glory from generation to generation in the name of Jesus 
honestly, I'm not joking. Go back and check all them of old. At the time in their life, they realized this and they never changed. Is it Mary Woodward? Is it John G. Lake? Is this Mary Woodward? Is it they, it's Holy Ghost? It's Holy Ghost. It's Holy Ghost. And there's no respect of persons. And your age doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. From that moment, Paul changed. And everything changed. He gave us Colossians. He gave us Ephesians. He gave us the entire Bible. And can I shock you? Paul was not a Christian when Jesus was here. John will tell you that, see, we, we touched him. We ate with him. We all slept in the same room. So what we are saying is genuine. It's true. Paul won't say that. He was an enemy. And if Paul can rise to where he rose to, you can rise beyond that. I can rise beyond that in the name of Jesus. So what are we saying? What we are saying in effect is this. We thank God for all these our great men of God like Pastor Taiwo, like many bigger ones than me. Thank God for them. We have pushed you to a place or led you to a place where now you can stand on your own. Your limit has not been defined. Your generation will do better than our own. In the name of Jesus, it will, it will be totally void of competition. Compute, compute what? Somebody may be the one ruling the whole of Lagos today. Tomorrow, you may be the one ruling of Nigeria. And everybody is rejoicing because you have something for everybody. The spirit in you has something for everybody. So you are glad. Everybody is adding to everybody. I see your generation will be better than our own. In the name of Jesus, I'm glad I'm here. Spirit, yes, move me now. Make my life whole again. Spirit, Sometimes I say, Spirit, move all through me. Spirit, move all through me. Jesus said, Let my belly shall flow. Let my belly flow. If anybody calls you to come and minister, don't you ever in your life say, what am I going to say? You are disgracing the Holy Ghost. Whoever told you that your life is to be lived alone, you are living a life in union with the Holy Spirit. You cannot fail anymore in school. But that doesn't mean that you should not read. What scares people cannot scare you. 
anymore. Somebody said, Pastor, come and give a word. I said, you didn't tell me before. I beg. He said, I beg, beg. I said, no. The Holy Ghost says, go up. I said, ha. But because it's Holy Ghost, I say, ha. Eh, come, come with me now. And when I get there, I say, Holy Spirit, move me now. And Holy Ghost begins to walk. And things begin to happen. This is not another conference for you. It is your time. I said this last word before I sit down. The only way you can optimize the gifts and blessings of God for your time is the Holy Spirit. God bless you.